Hello there, this is A.D. Robles, and you're listening to A.D. on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. All right, all right. Well, if you have not considered doing so already, please consider becoming a Fight, Laugh, Feast Network club member use the show code robles that is r-o-b-l-e-s use the show code robles that is r-o-b-l-e-s you get benefits for doing so but the most important benefit in my opinion is you get to support the content that you enjoy so that we keep making it keep making it better and keep making it more frequently so if you enjoy the fight laugh feast network you enjoy cross politic you enjoy all these shows hopefully you enjoy the 80 robles show the most um, but if you do, please consider joining us as a club member. Use the show code Robles. That is R-O-B-L-E-S. I've got some great news. You know, I actually just got the book that I've been writing back from the editor, and I read through it last night, and it is really good. Um, I'm very impressed with the job the editor did, and um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I, I can't really divulge too much about release dates and stuff like that yet, but uh, I'll have it in hand sooner than you might think. All the people that pre-ordered a copy will be able to get their hands on a copy very quickly. You know, in a couple months, I would say. That's all I'll say. Then the official release will be later, and I think you're really going to enjoy the book. If you like my content and you want to have a book that, you know, is something that you could give to people that you go to church with, something that's organized, that'll give all the information that they need to fight the social justice movement in the evangelical church, this book will be it. And so I'm excited about that. Now, if you hear any background noise, my kids are cleaning up a bunch of Legos upstairs. That's what you're hearing. It is what it is. You're just going to have to hear that. That's how it works at the 80 Robles million dollar recording studio. <laughs> but anyway, I just have to say that my heart was so warmed last night. I was talking to my mother and my wife, and it is so great because I I think both of them, and I think that they're not the only ones. There's a lot of people that are really starting to see the scam for what it is. If I'm not mistaken, the very first uh, podcast I did on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network was about the scam of social justice, but they're not the only scam artists out there. I kind of pride myself in being able to identify scams for what they are, and and it's, it's one thing to know that something's a scam, And it's another thing to kind of know what the scam is all about, like the mechanics of the scam. And I like to I like to consume scam content online, which is interesting. I I, I watch scam busters on, on, on YouTube, but I also enjoy watching people that are scammers themselves and and how they kind of walk you through a scam. There's this one scammer that I've been following for a while. I'm not going to name him because I don't want any trouble. From (laughs) He strikes me as the, as a, as a litigious type of a person. Plus he's a small, small time kind of guy. And I'm not a really, I'm not really a hundred percent sure what his deal is, but but anyway, he's had multiple kinds of scams over the years. And now he recently just introduced a, a a cryptocurrency scam where they're gonna ha- where the- he's gonna create a cryptocurrency and through a variety of other scams that he has on the side getting people funding for businesses that don't exist <laughs> this is all real <laughs> he's going to manipulate he's gonna attempt to manipulate the value of this cryptocurrency to hopefully make a lot of money 
it's very complex. I can't even describe all the layers of complexity of this scam, but it's just so crazy. Like I've been following him for like a year or two years. I'm a kind of a loser. I get it. Um, but I've been listening to his like presentations and his like webinars and stuff like that. And it seems like it's been carefully planned out. Like he had a, he had like a, like a get out of debt kind of scam going on. And then he moved into like a credit scam and now he's moving into this crypto scam. And it's all kind of like one thing kind of layers on top of the next. I, I wonder how many people are involved and how many people are actually making money on this scam. Anyway, this is beside the point. I can't get down the, I can't get too down the rabbit hole there. Uh, maybe one day I'll do a video about it, but but yeah, so like politics, though, politics is a big scam. <laughs> and it warmed my heart talking to my wife and my mother last night because they are starting to see how this scam works. And we were talking about the minimum wage. Now, if you don't know anything about my background, um, you know, my family does not come from uh, old money. You, you know what I mean? It's, it's not like that kind of situation where we had you know, inheritances upon inheritances and stuff like that. My, my parents um, were, you know, very in humble situations. They lived in, they both lived in the Bronx in New York and uh, their parents, my grandparents were very, very poor and all this kind of stuff. So um, each generation, God, thank God, you know, we're, we're all grateful to God for this. Each generation has done better than the last, but we don't come from money. And so we, we know what it's like to be poor and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're like the target audience for the Democrats. You know what I mean? My, my family is the target audience for Democrat and, frankly, let's just be honest, Republican politicians as well. Republicans are just like mini Democrats most of the time. They're just like Democrats, just like on a 10-year on a delay is really what Republicans are. But um, I want to talk about this article I saw from the USA Today about the $15 minimum wage because me and my mother and my wife were talking about how this scam works and I want to reveal a little bit to you. Maybe you already know this, but if not, this will be helpful. Here's an article from USA Today about the $15 minimum wage. They're wringing their hands about this one. Oh, yeah, this is very, very critical to the future of the country, the $15 minimum wage. Advocates of a $15 an hour minimum wage scored a temporary victory last week when the House approved the increase in its vote to advance President Joe Biden's COVID-19 Relief bill. No, nothing says COVID-19 relief than like ham-fisting a $15 minimum wage in there. Why not, you know? People, they, they, they use your COVID relief, uh, you're used as a pawn in their political games, of course. Anyway, back to the article. But it doesn't, believe they'll be it doesn't appear that they'll be popping champagne as the bill goes to the Senate vote this week. A key Senate official already has ruled that the increase that the House passed early Saturday morning cannot be included in the bill. In an effort pushed by progressives to overrule the Senate parliamentary decision is one few think is realistic. I like how the, just as a side note, I like how politicians pretend like they play by rules. Like, oh yeah, the Senate parliamentarian said we can't do this, so we must not do this. It's like, it's, the, the gig is up, guys. Like, we know that you don't play by rules. You don't even play by the Constitution. Why would you play by the Senate parliamentarian's rule book? Obviously, this is all a big scam. You know, nobody really want, cares about listening to the Senate parliamentarian. It's all just another piece in the on the chessboard. They're moving this piece, that piece, whatever, whatever. But anyway, so the point is, though, that they're p pretending to play by the Senate parliamentarian's rules. And so the article continues. It says, goodbye, Plan A. Then there was a proposal. Listen to this, guys. This is, this is insane. 
I, I can't think of something. I can't think of a worse idea than this. Nah, that's not true. I can think of many more worse ideas than this, but this is a very particularly bad idea uh, from a business perspective. So here, here we go. Then there was a proposal being crafted by Senate Democrats to backdoor a minimum wage increase by inserting a provision that penalizes large corporations that did not pay their workers at least $15 an hour. The plan, led by Senate Finance Chair Ron Wyden, conversely would provide income tax credits to small businesses if they paid their workers higher wages. Now, I looked into this deal a little bit, and, and essentially it works like this. If you're a big company, and I don't, I don't really know how they identify what a big company is. I don't know if it's by like revenues or if it's by number of employees or whatever, but the point is it's targeting big companies. And it says if you're a big company and there's even one person on your payroll that makes less than $15 an hour, they tax you like 5% of your entire payroll. Like this is a humongous, humongous tax. Anyone who knows anything about business, uh, the cost of labor is often your late, your biggest cost, right? So we're talking massive taxation to businesses um, that uh, don't tra- pay all of their workers. They even one worker that's not making $15 an hour. They tax you for everybody, your whole payroll. doesn't matter how much or how little they make, your whole payroll. It's like, it like something like a 5% tax, I think, was the proposal. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. And the Democrats' idea is, well, the companies would just be forced to pay everyone $15 an hour. And I was talking to my mother and my wife last night, and they both identified the problem here, and it's a big scam. That, that's, that's not what would happen. That's, that's, the, that's the fantasy that they want you to give. Like, well, we're going to make $15 an hour, the minimum wage, and magically everyone's job is going to be worth $15 an hour. So everyone will be employed, and everyone will make $15 an hour. It's a miracle. But every, but my wife and my, 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 my mother, none of them took economics in school, and they could easily see what would actually happen. And what would actually happen if you did this is that everyone who made less than $15 an hour would be instantly fired. That's what would happen. And when I say everyone, I just mean most people. Most people whose jobs are paid $8 an hour right now, $7 an hour, $10 an hour, their jobs aren't worth $15 an hour. So they would be fired instantly. And so it would create massive unemployment, massive layoffs, and all of that if a proposal like this were to pass Congress. It would not have the intended effect. It would actually have a very, very negative effect. Now, the question is, why do I say this is a scam? Is it just them being stupid? Does AOC just not understand basic economics? Like, we're all tempted to talk that way a lot of the time. Like, they're just idiots. They don't know anything. But now, I actually think they do know. They do know. You see, because the reality is that the government wants you to be fired because then they can be your savior. See, this is how these people get voted in, these Democrats. They, 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 they create these problems with their policies. So $15 an hour would create massive unemployment in our country. And then they say, well, you got to vote for us because we're going to give you the universal basic income. You see, the, the, the fat cats in business, they fired you, but we're going to save you. Meanwhile, it was their own policy that screwed you in the first place. You see, it's a big, gigantic, humongous scam. Lots of people are noticing this when it comes to the COVID situation. They, they're, they're making the point to say, no, COVID didn't shut down our business 
the government response to COVID shut down our businesses and created massive poverty in our country. In fact, how many politicians have you heard recently lamenting the, the, the income gap and the wealth gap that has been exacerbated by the COVID-19 situation? So the wealth gaps that you hear so much about in the social justice movement and just democratic socialist policies in general, that actually got way, way worse during the COVID pandemic because wealthy people survived the COVID pandemic pretty much unscathed and many of them actually increased their wealth. Lots of people had the best year they've ever had in 2020. And poor people who were on the margins who couldn't really survive uh, missing much less one paycheck, but, but, but months and months of paychecks, they got poorer and poorer and poorer and more and more in debt. Lots of them dipped into their savings or credit cards in order to put food on the table. So they got worse off than they were before. Rich people got better off than they were before. And here's the scam. It's their policies that did it. So they create this humongous problem. Then they lament, oh, this is such a huge problem, but I can save you. This time it'll be different. My policies will now save you instead of screw you like they always, always, always do. The Democrats and the Republicans, this is not partisan. Republicans are just junior Democrats. Let's just face it. Their policies have screwed you, and now they want you to trust them with the COVID-19 relief bill because this one won't screw you. We're going to get that $15 minimum wage in. Oops, you lost your job. Guess what? I've got a universal basic income. By the way, we're already on universal basic income pretty much. I mean, these, these unemployment uh, extensions that we keep getting, it's just going to be constant. How, how are they going to ever take that away, the unemployment extensions? Is there, what, what politician's going to have the balls to say, well, okay, I know we extended unemployment years and years and years. Biden's never going to get rid of this, by the way. This is going to be a, a unlimited un, un, unemployment benefits. Uh, I know we extended it for years and years and years, but now we got to cut it off. Who, who's going to do that? Nobody's going to do that because we've got socialists and then socialist junior. So uh, we already have universal basic income. I mean, it's just that simple. We've already got it. It's already here. You got We're going to have to deal with that. It's just that simple. But you see, people are, are hip to the game now. Even people who are not trained in economics, who have not uh, thought about these things in depth, they don't have any any credentials or anything like that. They're starting to see the scam for what it is. You guys screwed us, and now you want us to pretend like you're going to save us? If Even if you knew how to save us, we don't, we don't think you actually have the will to do it. You see, AOC and the socialists and the socialist junior, otherwise known as Republicans, they like the idea of you needing them. They like the idea of being able to say, well, we can save you with our policies that have always done nothing but screw you over. We can save you with those same policies. And this time it's going to work. They like the idea. It sells well. It's got good optics. They, they're, they're there for the little well, They're working for you. We're working for you every day in Congress. And those evil Republicans don't want to give you any help. But we are the ones who save you, and vice versa. It depends on who's in office. Republicans say the same thing about Democrats when the situations are reversed. You see, and that's how they get you. They got you chasing after the next shiny object like a bunch of lemmings. But we're waking up, man. We're hip to the game. We're realizing that you're all in on it. 
you're all in on it. $15 an hour minimum wage, we know that that is actually going to end up biting us in the end. We know that many of us will lose our jobs due to the $15 an hour minimum wage. We understand that that's how it works. And not only that, we know that the $15 minimum wage will screw us anyway because businesses aren't just going to take that line down. Businesses are smart. And even if you go with the narrative that they're greedy, I, I, I say that they're just smart. But even if you say that they're greedy, they're not going to not raise prices if their cost of producing the good increases. They want to keep their profit margins. And so what do you think is going to happen when their cost to produce an item raises their, raises their costs? They're going to want to maintain their profit margins because they're going to shrink unless they raise prices. What do you think is going to happen? Are they going to raise prices Absolutely, they're going to raise prices, and they're going to make, because of the price rate uh, raises that they, they do, they're going to make more money than they've ever done before, and the wealth gap will continue to increase, obviously. I don't want your help, government, and many of us are waking up to the, the, the reality that we don't want your help because you keep screwing us over. Whether or not you're doing it intentionally, we don't know, but we're not interested in it. Stay out of our lives is really what we want. We just want to keep the money that we earn. We just taxes for minimal stuff, minimal stuff, criminal justice, and that's about it. We want taxes for that, and that's about it. We don't need these social engineering programs because the people that you aim to help always end up worse off than where they were in the beginning. Stop it. And this is the thing. That's what warmed my heart last night because I think my mom and my wife—they're not alone. They're—they're not—they're not. These are not the only people that are waking up to the to the scam that government pulls on us and runs on us all day long. They, they the Republicans do it. The Democrats do it. We all get it. We all get it. What we want is for you to leave us alone. This applies in every situation, by the way. Like um, I saw something about some Republican senators or representatives that they're. They're going to crack down on big tech canceling people and, and, and businesses canceling people for their beliefs. And like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Even if you knew how to do it, you would not have the will to do it. I don't believe you. I don't want you getting involved in this. If businesses want to cancel me for whatever reason, let them do it. I don't want you involved because they always make things worse. Your laws always have unintended consequences. The only safe thing that you can do is a try to apply God's law to our modern context as best as you can, because that's true justice. That's true love. That's how you love your neighbor. You don't go any further than the purview that God gives to the civil governing authorities. You don't go any further than that, because those are your limitations. God knows the capabilities of people. <laughs> he knows their hearts. And so even if they knew how to fix things, they wouldn't want to do it because they, their hearts are always evil continually. Unless they submit to Christ, kiss the son lest he be angry with you. I hope you found this video helpful. I know that uh, you know a lot of you probably already agree with this kind of stuff, but there's areas in your life that chances are you actually are kind of buying into the lie, into the, into the political scam that gets run on you all the time. I know there's areas in my life where I kind of buy into it sometimes. And you got to root that stuff out, man, because we don't want to be the pawns in their stupid little game. We don't want to be pawns in their bills and their, you know, their movements and stuff like that when it's all just a big distraction to get us to pretend like they're not doing the same thing that their supposed opponents are doing. 
all these laws always have unintended consequences or intended consequences to keep us in a state of submission and servitude all day long. Now, if the government's going to give you free money, free, take it and use it to your advantage. But I'm not. But so what I'm not saying is that you have to feel ashamed for taking the Biden bucks. Take those Biden bucks and put your family in a better situation today than they were yesterday. But um, don't be surprised when the Biden bucks come to bite us in the you know what in about 10 years. You know what I mean? Or probably sooner than that. So be ready for it. Prepare for it. I hope you found this podcast helpful. God bless. Don't forget to tune in next week on Thursday for AD on the Fight, Laugh, Feast. Yeah.